this Sunday is called Transfiguration Sunday. And we read in the 17th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew about the transfiguration that occurs in the person of Jesus. And where did this occur? It occurred on a mountaintop. A mountain that we now and and throughout the Scripture uh, from that point on was referred to as the Mount of Transfiguration. We've all heard of mountaintop experiences. Not only have we heard of them, the Bible speaks of them as well. Most famously, Moses went to the mountaintop to receive the law. In our passage for today, Jesus went on the mountaintop and was met by the law, Moses, and by the prophets, Elijah. Mountaintops are fascinating places for people. The mountaintop becomes this magical place, and it really doesn't matter what mountaintop it is. People see them and become enchanted. People then, in the time of the scripture was written, and people now hold mountaintops as special places. Whether it's something simple like the song by John Denver when he used to sing good old Rocky Top, speaking of his mountain home in Tennessee. When you see the little comics every so often, whether it be in a newspaper or a magazine, about a person who is seeking wisdom, that person is almost always climbing to a mountaintop to meet a long-bearded, wise old man. Mountaintops are amazing places which cause wonder and awe. And you don't even have to be on the mountaintop. You just need to see it. How many of you have seen or traveled through the West and seen the Rockies? Maybe not in person, maybe just on television. You just see this vast expanse, this rugged, amazing landscape, the mountains capped with snow. Mountaintops grab our attention. For miles and miles, you see them and are amazed. For many people, the mountaintop equals being closer to God. It is as if when on a mountaintop, the barriers between us and God get thinner, just like the air gets thinner. And one particular example that is important to me, it's the mountaintop of Osobrero, and it's along the Camino de Santiago in Spain. When you get to that particular mountaintop, you have the most amazing 360-degree view of the mountain ranges of Galicia. The mountaintop church, which is at Osebrero, is the location of a Eucharistic miracle which occurred in the year 1300. And as a person who's been there multiple times and have been blessed to celebrate the Mass there three times, at the very site of the miracle, it is a mountaintop experience in more ways than one for me. And there is there a sense of a unique closeness with God at that location. 
And people, even those without any faith in God, they still use the term mountaintop experience to describe something that's bigger than themselves when they feel connected to something greater, something outside of themselves. Well, turning back to our Bible's mountaintop experience, we remember first Moses. And God says, come up to me on the mountain. And when Moses went up on the mountain, God gave him the law, the Ten Commandments. And while Moses was on the mountain, a cloud covered that mountain. And God was speaking and working in such a way that mankind, God's creation, would forever be changed. For six days, Moses was in the cloud. And on the seventh day, God spoke to Moses. This was the birth of something new. It reminds us of the six days of creation and then the unique seventh day, the story in Genesis. We have something new, a new creation in God giving the law to Moses after six days in the cloud. Moses then continued to spend 40 days and 40 nights on the mountain interacting with God. And this was to change from the old to the new. Similar to Noah's 40 days and 40 nights of a flood. Again, bringing about a new way for God to interact with His people. Ultimately, Moses received the law and brought it to the people. Moses was equipped and encouraged during this time on the mountaintop, and from there he went down to work to bring the people what God gave him and sharing the mountaintop experience. Now we also have Peter on that mountaintop with Jesus. Moses in the form of a vision. Peter literally there, physically there, and he's on the mountaintop when Jesus was transfigured. Later, after Jesus ascended into heaven and each of the disciples began their apostolic ministry, Peter writes to Christians who were apparently confused by some false ideas that people were introducing and were infiltrating the early church. And we know who Peter was writing to when we look at the opening of his letter the very first opening lines read, Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have obtained the faith of equal standing with ours by the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. In Peter's letter, he writes to all Christians. It's not like when Paul wrote in his various letters. Paul would write something along the lines of, Paul to the church in Ephesus. Paul to the church in Galatia. Peter says, to all those who've received the faith, to all who have obtained the faith, every Christian, wherever you are and whenever you are. He wrote to the people then, and through them he writes to us, believe the gospel message. Believe the message that we have, the one that we've been teaching all along. 
he wrote to those people then and equally to the people today, you don't seem to be getting the truth. You don't be seem to be receiving the gospel the way it was passed down to us. We've got the good news. We've got the gospel. Jesus came to save sinners, to restore our relationship with God the Father. We want people to believe the gospel, that this gospel is as true for you as it is for me. You too can know a better life by living for God through the teaching and sacrifice of His Son, Jesus. But the people, at least a lot of them, do not want to hear our message. They want to be spiritual without the Holy Spirit. They want to be righteous without the one that can make them right. And Peter is facing these same types of people and the same types of rejection of the gospel. So he says, you need to hear this. I was on the mountaintop. I was there. I know it's true. I was there on the mountain. I heard God speak. This is the truth. You need to believe it. Believe the message. It's going to change your life just like a lamp changes the dark into light. I was there then, but I'm here now to share the message with you. What was Peter writing about? He was writing about Jesus on the mountain, the Mount of Transfiguration. After six days, our Gospel text tells us, Gospel according to Matthew, after six days, that should sound familiar, something new is being formed. There is a new creation. After six days, Jesus brings Peter, James, and John up on the mountain. And when they go on the mountaintop, Jesus began to shine like the light. In the Gospel according to Mark and the Gospel according to Luke, it says Jesus' clothes were brighter than any bleach could make them. Jesus became radiant through the power of God the Father. Jesus is transfigured, meaning His appearance, His figure, is changed, trans, shining like a light. As Jesus is transfigured, both Moses, the law, and Elijah, the prophet, appear. Jesus and Moses and Elijah are all together. Peter, quick to act. One of the things that I always love about Peter is he's quick to act. He doesn't necessarily think through what he is doing or what he is saying, which gives a lot of hope for me because Jesus takes him in as one of the disciples anyway. Peter, quick to speak, quick to act, says, let me build you each a place to stay. In other words, God, this is too amazing. This is too cool. We have to make this last. We've got to stay here. And at that point, a cloud overshadows Jesus and Moses and Elijah. And God the Father speaks from heaven, This is my Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to Him. When Peter and the rest looked up, Jesus was standing there alone. The law, Moses, and the prophets, Elijah, no longer stood with him. A new reality had been created. Jesus is the one. Jesus perfectly followed the law. Jesus perfectly fulfilled every prophecy. The law and the prophets are absolutely complete in him and him alone. When you know God the Father through Jesus Christ, you indeed 
have it all. We do not need to worry about the law. We do not need to worry if there's something else that's still out there. We need to know in order to know God. Jesus brings it all together. He is the answer, full stop, end of story. And that's a pretty good feeling. That can provide a lot of comfort. And as a result, like Peter, it's natural to want to simply stay there. To be like Peter and want to build a place so you don't have to leave. Keep enjoying the mountaintop experience of salvation. But instead, we, like Peter, have to go down the mountain. We have to be like Moses before him and go down the mountain. We have to be like them both and share our mountaintop experiences with those around us. Our mountaintops equip and energize us for the work that we have in the valleys below. They get us ready to say, even if it seems people are not listening, tell them, God spoke to me. I know it is true. I have a message for you. Let me share it with you. Jesus is the one. So come join him on the mountaintop. Amen.